Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the big broadcast. We are Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio today, also amfm247.com. We also are live today on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. That's right. We're live on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Also live today on the Quad Pod as well. Depending on where you're listening to us is going to depend on what program you're listening to. Uh, We go to our first guest. She is going to join us here on the telephone here in just a few moments. The fabulous Denise Clark is going to be with us. And uh, you can get a hold of us online, of course, over there at JiggyJaguar.com. And Denise Clark is the author of a brand new literary fiction novel, 30 Years Hence. And we have the fabulous Denise Clark on the line. Denise, welcome to the broadcast. Um, I can't really hear you, Jiggy. We're going we're gonna to work on that, my friend. De- Denise okay. Clark with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. So she's got a debut literary fiction. Tell us a little bit about this incredible book. Sure. Um, It's about two women who um, meet um, accidentally, basically, uh, in New York City in 1973. And the title, 30 Years Hence, refers to... To 1973 being 30 years after World War II and the Holocaust. One of the women, uh, the older one, is a Holocaust survivor. And that's sort of really central to the theme of the book, which is really about how people can survive really difficult situations and even traumatic events which, of course, uh, World War II and the Holocaust were, you know, at the top of the list, really, of traumatic events for people. Um, And these two women develop a friendship, and it's about New York City and the, the culture then and, you know, people recovering from the 60s and... Uh, the me decade, how people were developing groups and writing self-help books and sort of going inward, where the 60s was more of a social time and really getting out there. The 70s were starting to really look inward. And a program, there were programs that took place then where, you know, large groups of people would meet but it was all about the individual, you know, learning about themselves. And so there is a program, um, you know, a fictional program in the book, which sort of recreates the Holocaust in a way and puts people through the Holocaust, 
you know, a, a replication of the Holocaust in order for people to dig deep within themselves to find what's strong within them and to be able to cope with problems and tragedies and the things that happen to people. Um, the, pe- the characters in the book are going through their own issues and learning how to deal with them. It is Denise Clark. She's with us today, 30 years hence, is a brand new book that uh, she has out. It is a uh, amazing, amazing read. Tell me a little bit about some of the reviews and feedback that you've gotten on the book so far. Well, um, by the way, my my name is Beck Clark, Denise okay. Beck Clark. Denise Beck yeah. Clark. Tell us about yes. the reviews you've been getting on the book so far. Sure. Um, well, I, I guess you would say they're mixed, uh, like a lot of reviews usually are, unless you happen to be fortunate enough to have a, you know, big bestseller where all the reviews are wonderful. Um, some of them have really been very positive and have said, you know, that they enjoyed the writing and it was a page turner for some people because um, there's a lot going on in the book. And another um, praise was that it really recreates the time and place very vividly. Um, So if people, you know, were around in 1973 in New York City or were not, which most people, I guess, were not, but if they want to learn about it, they could read 30 Years Hence and get a really good picture of it. Um, Some people, I think, were a little put off by having a program based on the Holocaust and felt that it was maybe a little offensive in a way. But frankly, I think that, you know, people just may not have really gotten what I was trying to do there. And frankly, I think um, it would make a great film, uh, which I'm hoping to interest filmmakers because... You know, it has a lot of elements that go into um, a screenplay and and a good film. So um, that's basically, you know, a range of reviews that, you know, mostly good, uh, some great, a few not so great. We have got a great guest with us today. Denise Beck-Clark with us today, 30 years hence. That is the latest from her, and she joins us today here on our big program. So tell me about your writing process for this incredible book. Well, uh, I did a lot of research into the Holocaust. Um, Within the last 20 years or so, a lot of books have come out, memoirs and survivors' accounts of the Holocaust. And to me, they were really fascinating. Um, I'm a retired psychotherapist and social worker. So, you know, I'm always interested in psychology and how people's minds and emotions deal with things. Um, So I looked into these books. I read many, many of these accounts. I also actually went on a trip with a lot of other people and a survivor of the Holocaust who was leading these trips. 
we went to Poland and we went to Auschwitz, uh, which of course is the famous um, concentration camp. And we went to a few other places in Poland, which were really fascinating as well, um, including um, Schindler's Factory, that was you know featured in the movie Schindler's List. Um, and I just read a whole lot, and I saw a lot of films about it. And then I sat down to write a fictional story. Um, I based, you know, The Younger Woman is based on myself and some of my experiences in the 60s and 70s. And The Older Woman, Ida, um, was based on an actual person that I had met named Ida, who was a um, Holocaust survivor back around that same time. Um, I didn't really know her very well, so a lot of the writing was making stuff up. I mean, that's what fiction really is. Um, a lot of it, you know, fiction is based on true experiences, but then the writer kind of takes off and uses their imagination to um, embellish the truth, kind of. So... Um, that was the, you know, the overall writing process. I mean, on a day-to-day basis, of course, um, there are some of the typical issues of finding the time, because when I first started it, I was working, and I, you know, had a child who I was raising, and, uh, you know, there's all sorts of time constraints, um, but when you're writing, you have to find the time, even though it's doesn't always look like it should be your number one priority, but it needs to certainly be way up there on your list. Um, so I made the time, and then when I retired, I certainly devoted more time to it. And uh, that's, that's basically the writing process. We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here. On our big broadcast, Denise Beck-Clark, 30 years hence. And she joins us today here on our big broadcast. So what are some of your goals for this book? Um, you mean in terms of... Well, as, as, as far as what, 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 what are you wanting folks to get out of the book? Are, 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 okay. You know, just things, things like this. Sure. Uh, well, I think that the main idea of the book is that people can survive even the most hideous of situations. I mean, even, you know, you can apply it, you know, contemporary in the contemporary world of look at the war in Europe and Ukraine, and um, some of those people's lives have been thoroughly disrupted and, and damaged and destroyed even, and they had to leave their homes. And, I mean, it's very traumatic. Um, and you might think, like, well, how are these people going to manage their, you know, scarred for life and all that? And while that may be true, people have a way of being able to go on, you know, no matter what. Not everybody. I mean, that's that's... The real tragedy is that a lot of people succumb to um, the traumas and what's painful that they have to go through. But I think the, the goal of the book is to show that there's a way for people to get through the pain 
emerge on the other side of it stronger and better for it um, and to go on and, you know, lead like productive and or happy lives anyway. So that's what I'm hoping that people will get. In addition to having an enjoyable reading experience, you know, you don't, usually people read fiction to be entertained. Um, Personally, I like to read fiction to be entertained, but I also like to learn something from it if I can or get something from it. And I'm hoping that people who read 30 Years Hence will have that kind of dual experience of being both entertained but also getting something useful out of it. Denise Beck-Clark, 30 Years Hence. It's a novel. She joins us today here on the telephone. So talk to me about how you take a unique approach to examining the impact of the Holocaust on its survivors many decades after suffering great trauma. How I take a unique approach to it? Is that what you're Yes, yes, yes. That's... That's what's in the suggested questions, so we're just reading the suggested questions here, Denise. Okay. Uh, Sure, I can can answer that. Um, I don't think anybody has come up with a program such as the one that I created in this book. Um, Back in the 70s, uh, there were programs like EFT and other self-improvement slash spiritual programs. And so my program is called the Rogan Treatment Program, um, named after the person in the book who developed it, Um, has a similar aim, which is to, like I said, to use the Holocaust to help people, really. Um, And I don't think anybody else has done that or even conceived of doing that, not to my knowledge anyway. And like I said before, too, I think some people may even be offended by that idea. Like, how could you say that the Holocaust could be good in any way? Um, And I'm not saying it could. I mean, obviously, there was nothing good about it. But, you know, all these decades later, we can look back and say, well, what was good about some of the people and their experiences there? You know, it's like flipping a coin, and, you you know, you have one side that's, like, horrible and the other side that's really great. So that's, I think, what my um, coming up with this idea of this program and using the Holocaust in that way, it's unique, and but it can also have um, good repercussions if anybody really wants to sit down and think about it. We have got a great guest with us today. Denise Beck-Clark is with us. 30 years hence, a novel. She joins us live here on our program. So talk to me about how the practice of psychotherapy for three decades inspired and prepared you for writing this book. Sure. Uh, You know, as a psychotherapist and a social worker, I worked with people who had problems. 
some of them were, I worked for many years in the New York State Psychiatric Hospital, um, which really treats people who have nowhere else to go. They can't afford any other treatment. Um, and they're not the greatest places to be. And I saw a lot of people there who had very, very hard lives and problems that not only wouldn't go away, but often led to really bad outcomes, such as suicide and, uh, you know, heavy drug use and that type of thing. So there was a lot of suffering there. I also had a private practice of psychotherapy, which catered more towards, you know, quote-unquote normal people and normal problems, um, which everybody has. And But even there, you know, as a therapist, you encounter a lot of human pain and suffering, and you see what people go through, and you you learn about people's lives and their families and you know, the tragedies that people have to live through and tolerate and somehow come out of at the end of it, you know, still functioning and and being able to enjoy life and not feeling like, oh, you know, what's it all worth? I'm I'm just going to check out. Um, So that, you know... Working in those kinds, in that situation, in that sort of profession, I was always thinking about what can be done for people. I mean, you know, if you if you do your job conscientiously, uh, you know, you want to do the best that you can. And you, and in my situation, I wanted to help people the best that I could. And I would say, I mean, modestly, of course, I did a pretty good job. Um, I really got a lot of good feedback. But at the same time, you know, I always wanted to feel like I could do more. Um, And, you know, you don't want to, at the end of the day, feel like, yes, I helped that person, but, you know, um, you want to feel like you can just really get over the barriers to uh, really helping to solve people's problems, some of which, you know, nobody can solve, really. Um, but, it, you know, if, you ha- if you're smart and you have a creative mind, you kind of think outside the box. And actually, I think that's really what the program in the book was, was me thinking outside the box. Um, and, you know, you had asked what was unique about it. Uh, I think that's what was unique, was that it was just different. Um, it was outside the norm. So that's how really how my work inspired me. And, you know, even the writing that I'm doing now, it, it, that's what ri- a lot of writing, or fiction writing and poetry is about. It's, you know, it addresses the human condition and um, really wants to help people ultimately. We have got a great guest with us today. Denise Beck-Clark is with us. 30 years hence, it's a novel. She joins us live here on our big program. Well, before we let you go, my friend, how do people get your book and correspond with you online? 
Well, I have a website, um, denisebeckclark.com, and don't forget the hyphen between Beck and Clark. <laughs> uh, and on the website, there are ways to um, connect to me through Facebook and on social media platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Um, And those, too, I think just by using my name, um, you can get into them. And to buy the book, uh, of course, Amazon and other online booksellers. And I'm sure that, you know, if somebody's into old-fashioned reading books, um, you can go into bookstores, and I'm sure it can be ordered. So that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm... accessible online that's awesome well i really enjoyed the interview thanks for joining us today and uh we will talk to you soon have yourself a wonderful wonderful day thank you thank you very much i enjoyed it too appreciate it my friend there she goes that is denise beck clark because of course you got to get that hyphen in there um we're gonna take a break and uh, if you're joining us on the Quad Pod, we will see you next week. If you're joining us on our radio program, we'll see you at the break. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductible you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi Bath System fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. 
Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. If a tree falls in the forest without anyone hearing it, does it still get turned into paper? DiggyJaguar.com Welcome back to the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast, border to border on iHeartRadio today. Also, amfm247.com. We've got a great guest we're going to get to here in just a few moments. But we want to tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide, Pathway to a Brighter Future.com. That's right. Go over. Check out their website at Pathway to a Brighter Future.com. Also, they have a brand new GoFundMe campaign. We need you to go over and support gofund.me slash the number seven the letter f two zero five nine two nine get a pen write this down it's amazing g-o-f-u-n-d dot m-e slash the number seven the letter f two zero five nine two nine and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide more coming up you work hard to provide a better life for your family The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help. And you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. It is the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast and morning to border on iHeartRadio today. AMFM247.com, ChickyJaguar.com. Welcome back to it. Thanks for being part of the big program. 50 plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. And you can get in touch with us online at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com from the KJAG Radio Studios in downtown Hutchison, Kansas. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 P.M. Mountain Standard, and 24-7 at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com on the TuneIn apps. Of course, our own app is available in both the app stores. On-demand podcasts are available via iHeartRadio. Live videos on Twitch, Periscope, and Facebook, and of course, selected editions. We'll be at amfm247.com. 50-plus AMFM stations in the big network, including KFRK in Denver. Follow us on social media and find our daily videos on YouTube. Cross-posted to Rumble and broadcasting live on Roku via the AMFM 24-7 network each and every week. And the Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast is brought to you by our fabulous, fabulous friends. Brand new Kickstarter campaign over there. The crew 
It's a non-woke sitcom. Situational, character-driven comedy of brothers trying to manage a TV set. And it's Hollywood elites as low-level employees. It is laugh-out-loud funny. Go over to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search the crew. Non-woke sitcom. The elites are not going to like this. The non-wokeness is amazing. Go over. Check it out today. These folks are making some incredible things happen over there with the crew at K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Give some of your hot or mind today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. <laughs> I got to get back to watch more of the crew. <laughs> I love my live reads. My live reads are amazing. Okay, now I can adjust my microphone and I can call Larry Tracy and we can uh, get back into, I don't know, normalcy. Um, wow, that interview we did with Denise Beck Clark, that was, wow, quite the deal. I don't know if she just couldn't hear me. I don't know what was going on there. But... We're going to go to Larry Tracy. Hopefully. Maybe. Maybe we've got Larry. Maybe we don't. Hello. There's Larry. How are you, sir? Okay, James. We have got Larry Tracy with us today. Of course, he is the fantastic author of the best-selling book, Bring Home the Bacon, which will teach you how to uh, get your public speaking uh, down pat and uh, give you a little bit more tools in your toolbox. And Larry Tracy joins us today here on our big broadcast. So, Larry, um, let's talk a little bit about this ukraine situation i am terribly confused as to what is going on over there i watched the left-wing media they're talking about how they got these guys on the run i watched the right-wing media and they're complaining about joe biden sending more weapons what is going on (laughs) over there uh, that that final thing about the uh some republicans complaining that too much is going to Ukraine, that, that's a little disturbing. J.D. Vance, who's running for the Senate in Ohio, said, we've sent enough money to Ukraine. Uh, we haven't. Uh, we, we're, we're now turning the corner uh, just as the winter is starting. But I think we have to continue to send the ammunition and uh, especially the game-changer weapon, which has been the HIMARS, that's the high-mobility rocket system. That has been the game-changer in the counteroffensive, just like the javelin was when the uh, Russians attacked Kiev. So uh, I hope I hope they continue in that. The uh, uh, the left-wing immediate, it's just kind of difficult to see what they want to have happen. But we're, I think, really, James, we're in the most dangerous period of time uh, since the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962. I was a lieutenant, uh, an infantry lieutenant at that time, Spanish-speaking and trying to get involved in the invasion, <laughs> which was probably a good thing I didn't. Um, but right now, we have a psychopath who is threatening to use nuclear weapons, tactical nuclear weapons. That would be in Ukraine. If we responded, uh, we, we would respond, I think, in a conventional way, not with our strategic triad of the ICBMs, the 
bombers and the submarine launch missiles. Uh, we'd go in with our NATO partners and just destroy everything Russia in Ukraine. I don't know whether we'd go into Russia or not, because that could prompt him to launch strategic missiles. Now, if it's a strategic ICBMs, one against the other, it's a uh, world suicide. Uh, you don't you don't have to bother calling me the following week, because <laughs> I wouldn't be here. We won't be I here, brother. Fifteen miles from the center of Washington D.C. <laughs> so uh, that that's the real danger that that he could do that. And the Secretary of Defense Austin has said there's only one man in Russia who decides to send the missiles. Well, that's not quite accurate. He's got his uh, strategic rocket forces. And hopefully there would be the uh, somewhere in the chain of command would say, no, we're not going to do this and uh, take him out in some way. But otherwise, uh, where we are in Ukraine, I think we're coming to almost a halftime, to put it in football terms. Uh, we're coming into the winter, and uh, I think both sides are going to be, in effect, frozen in place, literally so. Uh, with that, that will slow down the counteroffensive of the Ukrainians, and it will give the Russians time to get their 130 or 150,000 reserves trained, although they're going to have a rough time because they're bringing in people uh, that are uh, conscripts or, or a little bit old and maybe a little fat. So they're not going to be much, and there's a big resistance in Russia to this mobilization. Tens of thousands of people are rushing for the border to get out. I don't know how successful they'll be, but that's, this would be the time for us then to really make sure that the Ukrainians have, when the fighting would start again in the spring, all the ammunition and all the artillery pieces they need to continue what they're doing. Because they, they've turned the corner, and it's, uh, it, it, it's really good to see the way they're, they're fighting and the way the Russians are just turning out to be so, so terrible in, in every aspect of the military art. We have got Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. So what what do you make of Joe Biden and some of the different things he's doing? Well, you mean like Joe Biden has said, don't F with a Biden. <laughs> Everybody else is doing it around the world. Uh, the Saudi Arabians, he went there asking him for it, and they, they told him to pound sand. They're going to just cut back the... Uh, production of oil. He's now going to Venezuela, a, a government we don't even recognize. Maduro, the president, we don't recognize. We want them to do it. All he would have to do would be to go against the Green New Deal people and open up the uh, Keystone Pipeline and others and give the authority to just drill the old line that uh, Newt Gingrich used of drill, baby, drill. That would take care of a lot, but he just can't bring himself to do that. So it's, it's, it's kind of difficult. And now we see, you know, oil prices are going up. Uh, this thing of Saudi Arabia is going to drive inflation higher. And it's coming at what might say a, a rather bad time for Biden coming right before the midterm elections. Things are not going well. So I, I don't know if he realizes that or not or if he's not cognizant of it. But it, it's, a, it's a bad time for, for the Democratic Party. Because that momentum that they seem to be picking up after the Supreme Court decision on abortion uh, doesn't seem to be carrying on too much. So uh, they they stand to uh, lose a lot of seats in the House and maybe even the Senate. We've got Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast.
So the the midterms are, as you mentioned, certainly moving in favor of the GOP. Uh, what do you make of this Herschel Walker story? Well, that's, he he wasn't the best candidate to select. <laughs> he was a great no. football player, but. Um, uh, Trump pushed him hard. Uh, he was a great friend of Trump for many years. Uh, now he's got this. He's he's hard over against abortion, and now the this woman has apparently proof that he wrote a check for seven hundred bucks and he sent her a good get well card after the procedure was over. He's saying it's absolutely wrong. Now he's he's not letting himself have any uh, leeway on there. Uh, if 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 it is true. He could say, I'm a different person now. I regret doing that uh, because it is murder and really hit hard on the abortion and say that he was guilty of that and he is sorry for it. But right now he's putting himself into the corner. He said it is not true. So they're going to have to prove it uh, that way. That is that $700? I think that was the amount. Is that check made out to, to a doctor? They're going to trace it back with the doctor and say, what did you get this check for? And if he says, I did it for performing abortion, then, then, then Herschel Walker's in big trouble. I don't know how that's going to work. It could be that people will just ignore it because Warnock, the man he's running against, is certainly no prize. But that could turn the Senate right there, that, that, one, that one seat. So it, it comes at a bad time. But you know what, James? If, if I had a choice, I'd much rather have the House than the Senate. The only thing the Senate can do is appoint judges and, and then, of course, vote on an impeachment. And I don't think Biden should be impeached. I think he, we ought to encourage him in every way to run in 2024, because that is going to be the election map for the Democrats is just horrible in 2024. They're defending 16 seats that, and states that Trump won in I think in both years, 16 and 20, and the Republicans are defending only 10 seats. Every one of those are in a state that Trump won. So the, the Democrats could stand to have historic losses in the Senate in 2024, especially if a Republican wins the White House and there's a, sort of a coattail effect on there. So I think that's one of the reasons they're pushing so hard right now. Uh, to try and get get it all done. And, you know, the one, one thing that I would like to see, if the Republicans do get the Senate, I would like to see Mitch McConnell or whoever is the Senate leader, I'd just assume it be somebody else, to say, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about what Chuck Schumer said about the filibuster and how it can be an obstacle. So we're going to suspend the filibuster for two years and, uh, and to get our plan through in the House and everything and stop anything the Democrats can do. I... Uh, I'd love to see Chuck Schumer then come and defend the filibuster after all that he said right now. There's got to be a little humor in politics. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, there's there's got to be something, Larry. And I and I yeah. just some of these people are just insane. <laughs> no, well, they, they, the House does look pretty good for the maybe maybe not the tsunami that Newt Gingrich has been talking about of sixty or seventy seats. Because remember, in 2020, we uh, the Republicans won 14 seats when Biden won the presidency with more votes than had ever been cast for anybody, supposedly. So there were 14 seats that were sort of the low-hanging fruit. So if the Republicans pick up maybe uh, 30 uh, right now, that'll be fine. They'll have all the chairmanships. They'll have subpoena power. 
Uh, they'll be able to get to the bottom of the Hunter Biden case. And I'd like to see the former directors of the CIA, who all said it was Russian disinformation, uh, four of them were among the 51 that made that statement uh, that really paved the way for Biden. Uh, have them come and testify how, with all their experience, they uh, said that that was disinformation. The Tony Bobolinsky interview the other night on Tucker Carlson's show, which was fascinating, and he has provided all of his telephones that had the emails that were on the seat on the uh, laptop provided those to the FBI. No one has ever called him. The FBI hasn't called him. He obviously, they can't say that he lied to them because they'd go after him with everything if they had lied. But they're, except they just haven't done it. New York Times, Washington Post, no one has called him to refute what he said in interviewing because they know he's telling the truth. So that'll be the, one of the first hearings that will come out. And uh, the, Del- the Delaware Attorney General just came out with today with some uh, charges against uh, Hunter Biden of, of, that he filled out a gun form informally and uh, incorrectly, and he also had the um, taxes that he was evading. That looks like just a, a cover-up. They haven't gone after the big stuff. So uh, it's, uh, it's going to be... Oh, and then the other thing I wanted to bring out, James, Biden said he grew up in a Puerto Rican community. I grew up 15 miles from where Biden lives. I grew up in Chester, Pennsylvania. He grew up in Claymont, Delaware, and then nearby Wilmington. I never met a Puerto Rican until I came into the Army. There's Poles, there are Italians, there are Irish. There weren't any Puerto Ricans around there. So it's another one of Biden's, for some reason, he, he, he loves he to, has to lie about his own background. I just don't it. understand. I don't know, psychological condition or what. Yeah. But there were no Puerto Rican communities in Claymont, Delaware, or Wilmington, or Chester. I don't understand the fibbing. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I, I, I think there may be something the matter with him psychologically. Of course, remember, he was the one that also plagiarized, uh, said how his, uh, what, his grandfather or someone had worked in a coal mine, and he stole the speech from a British politician. Yes. There's just something strange about how he has to extend and make these incorrect statements, and he, he keeps falling upward and succeeding upward. He tells these lies, and now he's president of the United States. But, um, I don't think he'll be the candidate in 2024. If they take a real shellacking, to use Barack Obama's old word, when he lost 60-some seats, uh, I think the Democrats will then tell him, you're going to have to go, Joe. And then who do they put in? Probably Hillary. I think she would be the candidate in 2024. And boy, is there a lot of ammunition to go after her. Well, that's... That is the thing. I I just don't understand. They just don't have anything to pull from. No, no. They uh, there there is they, they again to use a sports term. They don't have a bench. There's nobody that can come in. Gavin Newsom. Uh, he looks the part. He's got very nice hair. But he, is he going to be the one, the candidate? And then he can say, "I'll bring to the United States what I did for California." It's not a very good selling argument. So if it would be uh, DeSantis versus uh, Gavin Newsom, that'd be fine. 
my, my personal view, and it, it's strictly personal, I know a lot of my fellow Republicans don't agree with this, I don't want to see Trump run because he will bring out all sorts of low-information voters in the Democratic Party that respond to Trump's name the way Pavlov's dog responded to his bell. He'll <laughs> just be against Trump. So uh, I, I, I think this would be the time. You want Trumpism as a philosophy and a policy, but you want someone else implementing it instead of Trump himself. But they're, they're now, they're, the thing that puzzles me about the Democrats right now is he would be the best candidate for the Republicans to have, for the, for the Democrats to get their base out. That's what, a, that's what political parties do in midterm elections. They have to get their base out. Well, if Trump was the candidate, they'd get their base out. But they seem to be doing everything they can to keep him. The January 6th hearing, the uh, indictment, uh, the woman is running in New York against him. And if that succeeds, and Alan Dershowitz has just said, if they have a grand jury in Washington with the evidence so far on the documents in Mar-a-Lago, Trump would be found guilty. Well, that's, that's the District of Columbia. But if they do that, that's going to really irritate 74 million people who voted for Trump in, in, 70, in 2020. So uh, the, the, I, I just don't, I don't understand the philosophy and the strategy behind the Democrats with their all or nothing against Trump right now. We'll have to see how that one plays out. Well, Larry, I appreciate your your candor and your honesty and everything, and I will uh, talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. Talk to you next week, James. Appreciate it. it. There he goes, the fantastic Larry Tracy. Bring home the bacon. It is available on Amazon. Go get it. And uh, if I can get my mouse to work here, we will go to break. So, when we come back, we have got something. We'll do something. I don't know what it'll be, but it'll be something. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductible you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. 
A jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. If a tree falls in the forest without anyone hearing it, does it still get turned into paper? DiggyJaguar.com Welcome back to the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast, border to border on iHeartRadio today. Also, amfm247.com. We've got a great guest we're going to get to here in just a few moments. But we want to tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide, Pathway to a Brighter Future.com. That's right. Go over. Check out their website at Pathway to a Brighter Future.com. Also, they have a brand new GoFundMe campaign. We need you to go over and support gofund.me slash the number seven the letter f two zero five nine two nine get a pen write this down it's amazing g-o-f-u-n-d dot m-e slash the number seven the letter f two zero five nine two nine and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide more coming up you work hard to provide a better life for your family The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help and you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. It is the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today. AMFM247.com. ChickyJaguar.com. Welcome back to it. Thanks for being part of the big program. 50 plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. And you can get in touch with us online at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com from the KJAG Radio Studios in downtown Hutchinson, Kansas. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 P.M. Mountain Standard, and 24-7 at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com on the TuneIn apps. Of course, our own app is available in both the app stores. On-demand podcasts are available via iHeartRadio. Live videos on Twitch, Periscope, and Facebook, and of course, selected editions. We'll be at amfm247.com. 50-plus AMFM stations in the big network, including KFRK in Denver. Follow us on social media and find our daily videos on YouTube. Cross-posted to Rumble. 
and broadcasting live on Roku via the AM/FM 24/7 network each and every week. And the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast is brought to you by our fabulous, fabulous friends. Brand new Kickstarter campaign over there. The crew. It's a non-woke sitcom. Situational, character-driven comedy of brothers trying to manage a TV set. And it's Hollywood elites as low-level employees. It is laugh-out-loud funny. Go over to K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search the crew. Non-woke sitcom. The elites are not going to like this. The non-wokeness is amazing. Go over. Check it out today. These folks are making some incredible things happen over there with the crew at K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Give them some of your hot or mind today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. <laughs> I got to get back to watch more of the crew. That is amazing. My live reads are amazing. <laughs> My fake laugh. I should have done the Vince McMahon laugh. Jim Ross does a Vince McMahon impression and does a Vince McMahon laugh. And it's always, ha, 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 That's what I should have done. I should have said, I got to go back and watch the crew. It's so funny. Whenever I watch it, I go, ha, ha, ha. Okay. It is the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast. We are on oh, YouTube. He's never said YouTube. Twitch, YouTube, and of course, JiggyJaguar.com. Um, I was looking at our monetization on YouTube for some of the stuff that we've got. Some of those watch hours are a little kabuki-ish. If you want to use that term, kabuki-ish. I believe Bruce Pritchard uses that term a lot, kabuki-ish. That's probably where I got it from. Um, I don't know what the hell is going on here. There is a... What is this? I don't know. Lots of things happening. Lots of things happening. Lots of things going on, my friend. If you want to get a hold of us online, it is J-I-G-G-Y-J-H-E-O-A-R.com. Um... I just don't understand. I just don't understand. So, um, this is amazing. There is a video that I'm going to, um, I'm going to tweet this. Who is Fred Schultz? I don't know who Fred Schultz is. I'm going to favorite that video. But, uh, okay, so we are 
Posting our videos regularly to YouTube, Rumble, Clout Hub, BitChute, and oh, Facebook. And for whatever reason, the last couple weeks, Facebook will not let us post videos. It goes, oh, there's an error with your video. There's an error. So I don't know what the hell's going on with Facebook. Facebook went through and recently changed all of their uh, settings and redid the thing on the pages, the Facebook uh, pages that you can do for businesses. Holy crap, is that screwed up a bunch of shit. <laughs> wow! There's a couple pages that I manage for venues and various other places. Holy crap, has that screwed that up? But um, get a hold of us online at jiggyjaguar.com. We will definitely see you next time. (laughs) 